J.M. in the A.M. We're on the road in Israel. And SN on the road in Israel is sponsored by Aaron's Casino Farms. Make sure to take Aaron's on the road with you this Pesach for all your Pesach needs. We're at Azer Mitzion. Tonight's the big dinner in New York City. We recommend uh, going to azermitzion.org and finding out how you can help Azer Mitzion continue their amazing work. Also, uh, keep in mind the Shabbat in Englewood, New Jersey, is happening the last Shabbat in the month of March. It will feature Rabbi Lau, it will feature Chazen Helfgott, and of course for the Saturday night program, Simcha Liner will be uh, the center of attention. Donna Fallick is with us. Her son was uh, was um, diagnosed and eventually had a transplant, and uh, she could speak from the perspective of a mother about what Ezer Metzion did for him. Shalom, welcome to JM in the AM. Do we? Thank you very much. Um, first of all, let's start with this. You actually go to the army induction bases to help them swab soldiers so that they can become part of the Azermitzion registry. Yes. And why do you do that? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious, but uh, it's one of my goals to help Azermitzion to uh, make the bone marrow bank as big as possible. I think it's and, the only army in the world that would do that. Do you agree with me? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Tell me about your son's situation. How long ago was it discovered that he was sick? Uh, almost 10 years ago. Uh, no, almost 10 years ago, we had the transplant. Ah, almost okay. 11 years ago, he was diagnosed. Uh, he had a, another course of treatment. And uh, we thought that that was it. But uh, then... Uh, uh, he had a remission, and uh, this was Plan B, the bone marrow transplant. And Plan B worked. Yes. Baruch Hashem. Yes. Baruch Hashem. And um, was it difficult to find a match for him? We were pretty lucky uh, that way. Uh, I have uh, two older daughters. Uh, they were no match. Uh, but it took us about two or three weeks to find uh, a match after we found out that, that we needed Was that, that through the help of Ezra Mitzion? Yes. Yes. So because of their registry, the one that you helped to continue to build, yes. you were able to find a match for your son. I, I, I don't even want to think uh, where would my son or our family be without it. Uh, without it. Right, without yeah. How's he doing today? Uh, he's in 10th uh, grade, playing basketball, going to the Boy Scouts. So when he was diagnosed, he was very young. Yes, he was uh, a little bit more than five years old when he was diagnosed. And uh, a little bit more than six years old when uh, he had the trans- with the transplant. Wow! Tell us some of the ways that Azer Mitzion helped besides uh, that, not to minimize <laughs> having found a match for him. That's absolutely incredible. Aside from that, how do they help families like yours in this type of situation? Uh, first of all, they visit the ward in the hospital in Schneider Hospital uh, every day <laughs> and just ask, "What do you need? We are here." And uh, they. Um, they are giving so many kinds of events, like going to the Luna Park, or uh, and also, of course, the Ornit Center, where we are here. Where we are right now. Right now, uh, every time we had maybe even an hour of remission between, uh, you know, races between uh, uh, treatments. It's so close by to the Schneider Hospital, so we came here, and uh, we, we, they have the zoo and the gym room, and everything is clean and sterile for. And they uh, adapted to to the needs of uh, of uh, children who deal with cancer. So, and uh, we met very nice uh, 
nice is another word to describe it, people. So good people. <laughs> Some wonderful people. Yeah. So this process would be very difficult without them. Again, I don't want to think, well, would we be right. without Ezra Mitzim? I understand that. And also this type of situation, and you described it, your son was just around five years old, takes its toll on the entire family. He has siblings, right, as you described. Yes, yes. And everyone is so focused on his health, and sometimes Ezra Mitzim helps you focus on others, right? Yes. We were also in that way, we were very lucky because our extended family came all the way through. But uh, Ezra Mitzion uh, helped us a lot. And uh, I think that there are many more families who, uh, who uh, get from Ezra Mitzion uh, at least what we... Yeah, that's for sure. At least what you got. Uh, you have three children in the army now? No, Tal is not in the army uh, yet. I, I have three children all together. Ah, three all together. Tal is the, is the youngest. Uh, I, my oldest daughter is uh, already in the middle of her fourth year in the army. She's an officer on intelligence. Wow. And uh, my younger daughter... She can't tell you anything, huh? Nothing at all. <laughs> Sworn to secrecy. Yes, yes. And the other daughter? And uh, my younger daughter, after uh, uh, doing a year of uh, civil service uh, through the scouts, uh, she enlisted about uh, four months ago. And uh, she's going to... She's In a few days, she's going to finish a course of uh, um, bomb instructors, you know, for the... She, she's going to teach how to use a bomb. <laughs> wow. She went another way. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, uh, you sound like a very proud mother. I am. To say the Guilty least. is charged. <laughs> and your son is doing well, Baruch Hashem. Yes, I am also proud of him. You know, right. and, uh, you know, considering what he went through, and uh, even without that, uh, he's a very good boy. Let him know that we were talking about him at Azer Mitzion. I will. He already knows, but he was too busy to come with me here. <laughs> so, Dara, Dara. Can I say one yeah, more please. thing? I, I want to say that, uh, you know, as a Mitzion and everything, I don't have the words to describe, but also uh, if I can say the name of the donor. That, please. Uh, because as was, long as the donor is a mine. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it, it was right here when we met his, him and his wife. Uh, a, a little bit more than a year after uh, we had the transplant. His name is Itzhak Goldsmith. Uh, he's in Cleveland now, uh, but uh, he was here in Israel when uh, he gave the the donation, and uh, we keep in touch with him uh, until now. What you was know. that reunion like, or that, what was that meeting like? Oh, it was. <laughs> uh, we met here, and uh, I already. Um, first of all, uh, the, he and his wife came with presents for Tal, and it was like. A, you would think you Are you should... kidding me? <laughs> you know, you already gave us the biggest present ever. <laughs> and uh, I wrote to him um, uh, a letter that I wrote to him without knowing that it was him ah. uh, a few months before that, uh, when it was nice. exactly one year to the transplant. And we got to know each other. And uh, they spent a few years here in Israel. He and his wife both did Aliyah. Uh, and uh, we had them over with all our extended family for Hanukkah. To light wow. the candles. Now they're back in the States, but they came here for a visit uh, a while back and we met them. Mothers are very and, appreciative uh, when someone saves their son, huh? Uh, mothers and fathers <laughs> and sisters know, and grandparents uh, <laughs> and also the child himself. <laughs> I can only imagine. Thank you so yes. much for being here today, for Thank sharing you. this with us. It was my privilege. So, Daraba, Donna Falik, describing the situation her family went through as her son went through that health situation.